Mark's right. For those wedded to the machines in their bedrooms, their studios, their best friend's garage or basement. For those who negotiate with the system every day to make time for the music that matters. For those who get in debt to fund the fight against the mundane. For those who stay true to their cause even in the face of income and fame through compromise. For those who feel the power of every beat. For those who keep their minds open. For those who encourage and support those pursuing their personal dream. For those who sacrifice relationships to make sure the music is heard. For those for which the music is a lifetime, not a pastime. This is Bass Agenda. 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 Welcome to Base Agenda. This week, very special guest. Really pleased to have this guy on the show. Been making uh, very good electro and electronic music now for about uh, 13, 14 years. Based out in Seattle in the USA, Chris Roman, aka 214, is dominating the show for us this week. Chris is known for uh, his quality productions, incorporating a multitude of sounds and vibes into his tracks. Everything from deep, dark atmospheres to funky beats to beautiful soaring strings and dope bass lines somehow he blends all those together and each time it comes out it makes perfect sense not only have we got uh, an interview with uh, 214 this week but we've also got a mix from him in part two something to look forward to first up we're going to play some of his material particularly uh, looking at some tracks that he's chosen that he's particularly proud of producing himself this track taken from his recent uh, north bend album on shipwreck records is called pickles and mints Absolutely great track. Love the bass line on this. Stay locked. This is 214 and you're listening to Bass Agenda.
opening of bands like New Order, Depeche Mode, Nine Inch Nails, um, who are already incorporating electronic instruments and elements into their music, um, as well as some of the early hip-hop and electro sounds of Africa Bombada and Cybertron. I also grew up in Miami, so I had uh, exposure to a lot of the freestyle, uh, Latin freestyle, Miami bass, and booty music that was coming out of there. Um, uh, it was quite popular, and uh, also up and down the East Coast and up in New York. Um, but I think there was a, a radio show uh, which was titled The Underground, broadcast from the University of Miami every Friday night, um, that kind of introduced me to what Europe and uh, some of the local cities like Detroit and Chicago were doing with electronic music. Um, I used to record these nights to tape so that I can go back and listen to them and try and hunt out uh, the tracks they played. Um, there's still a few to this day that I've not been able to find.
was uh, myself and more of a groove and more comfortable with, with my sound and my production. I had released with uh, Touch and Bass, Andrea Parker's label the previous year, which uh, which gave me some great exposure. Um, since the beginning of Frustrated Funk, the very first uh, various artist records, it was a label that I'd always wanted to work with. Um, I had been emailing mixes to Clen, who runs the label, back in the MySpace days, because I was using a lot of his his frustrated funk releases on my mixes. So um, we got to chatting, and I told him how much I loved the label and would be great to work with them and focus on tracks that, that fit the label. Um, Drift diving was the one that caught his ear, and uh, you know he wanted to sign an EP for that. So we uh, we started a, a great relationship from there, and I've worked on a few EPs since then. Uh, Lila Dawn, um, that's just kind of been a continuation and, and a progression of, of that sound.
started as a DJ, so uh, about maybe when I was around 16, I got introduced to it by a friend. Um, he ended up buying a pair of decks, and uh, I would follow him around to parties to help him set up and see if he would give me a couple minutes on the decks. And I'd also come to his house and on the weekends and during the weeks when I could and just kind of play around. Um, so I think it was just a natural progression for me. Um, I already had some ideas in my head um, on kind of what I wanted to do from some of the records I was buying and playing. Um, you know, I was really drawn to a lot of these sounds uh, from specifically from Electro that had an almost science fiction futuristic element to them. So I uh, just kind of wanted to see what, what kind of results I would come up with and uh, just fell in love with the music making process.
14 we're going to be slipping into a couple of tracks that inspired him to start making music in a moment before then let me just tell you what you've heard uh, the track we're sitting on top of right now is fuzzy leash before that we heard lyle at dawn before that was drift diving and as i said earlier we kicked off with pickles and mince first of his influences coming up next beautiful piece of electronica by fuse it's called dimension intrusion This is Base Agenda. It's okay. You are now deep underground. You are safe here. You are safe here. You are safe here. You are safe here. You are safe here.
remember hearing the uh, the Fuse track that I chose, Dimension Intrusion. Um, they played the entire LP, but um, specifically that track, uh, just kind of being blown away and and quite fascinated and becoming obsessed with how how these songs were being created, um, what kind of equipment was being used, you know, who was who was behind these tracks. Um, and since I had already been DJing, uh, I started trying to research and, and find as many of these records that I could find or similar sounding, um, as well as reading up on production techniques, uh, you know, understanding synthesizers and what was out there and drum machines. Um, I mean, I can't even tell you how many times uh, my friends and I listened to that Fuse album. Fourteen's influence is absolutely epic, epic track. It's about nine minutes in length, and there's no way of cutting it short without ruining the whole thing. So we're going to play it from start to finish. This is Freaky Chakra versus Single Cell Orchestra, a track called I Want to Fall.
Rebirth was probably the uh, first piece of software that I picked up. Um, it was uh, made by Propellerhead, and it was one of the earlier emulators of hardware. Um, it was basically two 303s, an 808, and an 909, all stacked up like a rack. Um, I think it was around 97 or so. Um, and then I was uh, interested in understanding more about arranging and editing, so um, shortly after that I picked up a copy of uh, FL Studio, which was on Fruity Loops back then, and Asset Pro, as well as SoundForge. Um, I had a friend who had some gear, um, but you know, being a high school student and not having a proper day job, it was pretty difficult to get, and uh, gear was pretty expensive back then, and software wasn't very ubiquitous, and especially software since, so... Uh, um, I stuck with uh, FL Studio and Asipo for know, a couple of years, and then I moved over to uh, Nuendo um, for a couple of years before I moved over to Ableton, which is what I've been using now, along with, uh, with some hardware.
sure many of you know that 214 also uh, releases music under the alias J Alvarez. Different vibe in some ways. This next track is one of his favourite productions. Absolutely beautiful piece of work. Another long track that you just can't cut short called Sunset. With Sunset, I started the J Alvarez moniker a few years ago and that was just a way for me to separate everything else I was producing outside of the Electra that I was writing as 214. I've always uh, experimented and dabbled in, in a lot of other genres and if I wanted to release some of it then I thought it would be best to, to do under a different alias just to avoid any confusion. And for myself I think it's helped me grow as an artist. I mean both both production wise and creatively it's uh, it's good to step outside of your comfort zone. Um most of the J. Alvarez stuff has kind of turned out to be 4-4 in that cadence. Uh, Sunset was, was in that style, but it was actually a lot slower. It was around 90 BPM or so. Um, and it was the result of me just jamming out on my Zox box and some other gear for, for part of a day. Um, and the way things flowed and, and the way the, the track came about, it was, uh, it was just very... Uh, it wasn't very forced. And uh, those, are, those are always the days you want as a producer. And... Uh, you know, there's when you change BPMs, uh, your your sounds tend to change and, and things move differently. So um, it was it was quite nice working in that in that range. so it's not always easy to build a sound that's unique uh, but it feels like it's important to at least try to be true to yourself um, that may not always sound totally different but at least it's honest uh, recreating songs you like is, is a good exercise uh, but you should try and take what you learn from that to build your style you know, try to always stay patient with yourself and stick with it it, it takes time to hone your skills 
um, and especially be prepared for honest feedback and rejection when you put your music out there. Not everyone's going to like your shit, and that's okay. There's not really room for egos, and uh, and I think because it's such a small niche, it's a much tighter community of artists. Um, I've uh, I've forged a lot of great friendships uh, because of this music. Um, a lot of people have welcomed me with open arms without even meeting them. Um, you know, when I've played overseas, I've I've been welcomed into people's homes that I've known online for years, but I've never met in person. So um, I think I think there's definitely a, a very strong community vibe um, with this music.
a stunning piece of music. Jay Alvarez, one of the alter egos of our guest this week. The track called Sunset. Now we're going to keep the mellow vibe going but bring the beats back. A couple of tracks that have blown our guest away in recent times. First up, It Doesn't Matter Anymore by Route 8. Is going to tell us a bit about uh, his experience 
recent experience in September playing the legendary Berghain Club in Berlin. Yeah, playing uh, Berghain was, was special. It was uh, truly an honor and a privilege to be asked to play there, especially as an electorate. The, uh, the staff there is, is fantastic. It's very professional run. Uh, they take care of pretty much anything you need. They're in constant communication with you until the moment you arrive. And then while you're there, um, they're available all night if you need them. Um, it, it's, it really is a, a great place to, to experience as a, as a fan or as a musician playing there. Um, the, the sound system you hear about is, is very accurate. It's very dialed in and just absolutely massive. Being able to play your tracks through that system is just something else. Um, I would say that uh, that playing live um, helps me um, anyway understand what works when it comes to sounding space. Um, you know, you get to hear things you may not hear on your home system. Um, you know, that wider spectrum of the frequency, especially on the lower end. There's there's certain uh, there's certain things you may not pick up at home. Um, and then you know you also have a crowd in front of you, so it's kind of a good way to, to pick up that immediate reaction. You know if things are working, um, how to position your arrangements, so, so it works in a club setting. You know how to keep people engaged, when, where and when to keep to strip things back. Um, you know a lot of my tracks are are usually the result of jamming in the studio, so I think uh, that's always that's always helped me uh, with with my creative approach to begin with. by 214 he really knows how to pick them doesn't he next one up also another beautiful piece of work this time by privacy a track called dimensional separation
listening to the sounds of Bass Agenda. I'm DJ K1 from Ox88. up the pace a little bit now with one of the tracks that inspired 214 to start making his own music absolute classic of course by underground resistance track called final frontier
uh, just kind of keep doing what I'm doing, uh, just release more music and keep playing shows. Um, I've got a, a couple things lined up for next year. One of them is a track on an Outsider Recordings compilation. Um, I believe that's going to be a 2x12 vinyl with some other great electro artists. I've also got another uh, 12-inch coming out on Shipwreck. Uh, this one's going to be a single-sided thing. Um, I'm also working on... Uh, some new tracks for my next Frustrated Funk release uh, and another label but it's a bit early uh, to talk about that
few minutes now until we get into the guest mix from 214. Some real special stuff in there. Really pleased that he's chosen to drop a track from Fleck ESC's new uh, EP on Base Agenda Recordings as well. It's out today. You can grab it on Bandcamp. It'll be on other stores later in the month as well. EP is called Slime Master. The track we're sitting on top of right now is one of 214's own. It's a track called Come On. Next up, last track for part one of the show. Something unreleased from Des Williams. A track called The Forest. Williams and you're in tune to the true sound of the underground on Bass Agenda.
this is Carl Finlow, and you're listening to Base Agenda.
Agenda.
Great, great mix there from 214. Many thanks to him for the interview, for his selections, and for taking time out to take part in Bass Agenda. Thanks to you for listening. In two weeks' time, some serious techno action going to be coming up. Part one, we're in acid mode with RRKS from the US of A. And in part two, the man behind the public stand, Rolf Mulder, brings the guest mix. One to look forward to. Have yourselves a great weekend. Cheers. DJ Digital. Thanks again for checking out Andy on the Base Agenda Show. Yeah.